Hey guys, I hope you all are well. Welcome to episode 63. Can you believe it? I'm just so proud um, and so honored to be able to chat with you each week and serve you. I truly hope that what I provide here will support you, will help you, will inspire you. I um I was so proud of an, an analogy I came up with that this really that through my podcast, through the Facebook lives, I really hope that this is like a blueprint for you, that you are able to take the information you hear and live a best, better life. I know that if you um, apply this, you can create change. What we are looking for is just a connection, a deep knowing of ourself, and really coming to recognize that we are worthy, that we are full of love, we are lovable, and we create success, we create abundance, and we create love every day with our actions. So I hope that you enjoy um, this episode about um, finding meaning in motherhood, finding joy in motherhood, and really enjoying motherhood again, because we get the choice. So if any of this is of interest to you, I just can't wait um, to hear about it. Please feel free to email me, um, and I would be delighted to um, to delighted to respond back to you. I love hearing from you. I also wanted to say really quickly before we jump in um, with the episode. I am just so always so grateful for listener reviews. And so I wanted to read a listener review. And please know that this is very difficult for me. This requires me to step outside of my comfort zone um, to talk about <laughs> read things that are said about me, but I'm just doing it. So I am, um, I just want to thank Kelly at my fit finish for um, her review, just as the real deal, just speaks directly to the heart of women. She understands where women are at and provides them with tangible steps to get past what is holding them back. She is fun to listen to and just what this mama needs. I am so grateful. And so just, just honestly, in all of those of you that would take time to review my podcast. It matters. We know that Apple loves um, and uses that as like SEO um, for podcasts. I don't really understand it, folks, but it matters. Um, and I'm so grateful for all of you that take the time to review the podcast. Keep them coming. I'm so grateful. I'll try to burst past my fears and read them, right? We're all about living lives of courage. So I'm going to just read the, the reviews on here. Um, I'm just grateful. So thank you all. Enjoy. If you're um, loving this, you can share on Instagram. You can share with a friend. Thank you so much and enjoy this talk about motherhood. Take care. So excited to be here today to chat up with you about something that I love talking about. I um, posted, okay, I'm live, and I'm also recording for um, Instagram. We know how that works sometimes, but I am confirming there's a blinking red light, so I know that I am recording. So here goes. I am talking about how to enjoy motherhood. 
this week, this past week, I posted um, a public service announcement. I received numerous concerns, um, numerous conversations or requests for conversations about the upcoming Mother's Day and how we can really manage what we think about it. Because oftentimes we are disappointed. I know this from my past. We're disappointed in how we are acknowledged. We're disappointed in how people see us. Um, we're disappointed in the lack of effort on the part of others to recognize the gifts that we bring in motherhood. So I just wanted to take some time to talk about it today. I really want to talk about the secret to enjoy motherhood. And really, I wanted almost to label this um, a new model for motherhood, getting your needs met as a mom. But um, I just, so I want to talk about the importance of knowing yourself, why connection matters, what we discussed last week, getting your own needs met, how to do that, and some steps you can take today um, to change your model of motherhood. So I know that most of us believe that being a mom is one of the most important jobs we will ever have. And often we don't know if we're getting it right. You off, you don't know until your child's grown, the success of your efforts. Obviously I'm saying all this sarcastically because we don't know. And even how do we feel internally about how we're doing? Are we doing it right? Are we doing, are we living in integrity with what we wanted to do as a mother? I get so many messages about this. And I often think that our society is defining it for us with the um, Instagram, with the Pinterest, with all of the things that we see other people doing, we are often receiving messages or allowing us ourselves to take in messages that we are not doing it right. And I am here to stop that. If there's one thing I can, like, that you take away from this, is that you get the choice. You get the choice on how you want to do it. You get the choice on how you think you're doing. And you get the choice on how you want to see yourself and how you want to live your life. And if you want to enjoy your life and if you want to enjoy motherhood. So I'm so excited. So my public service announcement was you meet yourself. You get to choose for yourself your thoughts and emotions around Mother's Day and every day. Oftentimes, we think that we need our children to recognize our amazing efforts. We think our husband should be recognizing our efforts. And if we're single, I think this is fantastic to explore because I was a single mom. So I didn't need someone else to validate. I started out not needing someone else to validate my actions. I felt, and then I got married to this lovely person and he wasn't doing what I thought he should be doing and recognizing me. And so I, I had to struggle with all of that, but, but imposed upon what I think a relationship should mean, what a relationship should do. Um, I, I think it's really important, and I want to say this before we begin. Whether you are a mom that works 40 hours a week, whether you are a mom that has a side hustle, whether you're a mom that works, well, now we're all working from home, but if you've ever, um, ever, if you ever go back to work, working, like 
we there's always this divide on moms who work inside the home versus outside the home, moms who don't work, moms who work. Um, or let's say like whether you're married or not, I want to tell you this. Your emotional health matters more, has the greatest impact on your kids than anything else. Your emotional health. And the thing is, only you can control that. Only you. Sure, people can be nicer to you. Sure, your kids can act better. But you are the only one who can get meet your needs and make sure that you have a healthy emotional life, that your mental health matters, that you are taking what you need. So I want is, I want you to just always live in that, that it doesn't matter. Your mental health, your emotional health matters more than anything to your children. And so I want us to focus in on that, um, to lean into that. It affects um, more than you think. I, I love parenting from the inside out. You've heard me talk about that time and time again. And really, um, Dr. Daniel Siegel talks about that. Uh, let me get this right. Making sense of your life can free parents from patterns of the past that have imprisoned them in the present. So let me say that again. Making sense of life can free parents from patterns of the past that have imprisoned them in the present. So we are able to do the work on ourselves. We have the opportunity, the challenge, the responsibility to do the hard work on ourselves. We can do hard things. We can we can we can change our thoughts and emotions to impact our actions and results. What you believe matters. The thoughts that you have running through your that script, it, you you matter. That matters. And I want you to say this with me. I am enough. And don't let your brain tell you otherwise. I am enough. I am enough. And also that I can't help anyone until I've helped myself. So how are you helping yourself today? How are you leaning into that today? And I want you to know this. You are always, 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 and have always been 100% worthy, lovable, and enough. And if you lived like this, if you lived that you were always worthy and loved and enough, you wouldn't need anybody outside of you telling you, that you are enough, that you will, what you need is someone else to do it for you. No, like you do it yourself. I always, um, I always was so fascinated by fairy tales, especially in college, right? Like we were looking for someone outside of ourselves to come kiss us and wake us up. No, no, no. That is a lie. I am a, right? Like we, do that work ourselves. And that comes from knowing yourself and knowing what you need. Okay, so now I have my little book. I want to read you this poem. that It's by Derek Walcott. Obviously, all of you probably know Love After Love, right? And it, like, hits me in the gut. And sure, oftentimes I don't get a lot of poetry, but like this. Okay, so I'm going to read this about knowing yourself. The time will come with great elation, you will greet yourself arriving at your own door in your own mirror, and each will smile at the other's welcome. 
and say, eat, sit here, eat. I ad lib. Obviously, I like to um, take. Okay, so focus. You will again love the stranger who was yourself. Give wine, give bread, give back your heart to itself, the stranger who has loved you for your, all your life, whom you ignored, for another who knows you by heart. Take down the love letters from the bookshelf, the photographs, the desperate notes. Peel your own image from the mirror. Sit, feast on your life. Derek Walcott, oh, you rock me. It is so, how do you meet yourself? How do you know yourself? How do you lean into those moments? to know and love and, and, and give to yourself. And I believe just like this, this is what is the scaffolding for our mental health. The best thing you can give to your children again is to know who you are and love yourself really and truly. So being a mom and enjoying motherhood, it's doing your work. It's not creating these perfect kids. It's not creating the perfect relationship um, with your significant other. It's none of that. It is believing in you in knowing that you are enough. Um, and I'm going to um, turn off my Instagram um, and just and and just get started. So we we were able to do it. We did it, guys. Okay, so um, we know that your thoughts and emotions impact the actions and the results you see. So what you are doing is we are looking for we are looking for connection to ourselves. We are looking to know ourselves, and in that we are set free. We are set free um, in knowing ourselves. So I always, always talk about self-validation because I think that is the key to really recognizing and, and knowing that you are the key to knowing if you have value. You are the key. You unlock your own, you are the key to your own joy, your own enjoyment of life, of this process. And so when we validate our own self, our own needs, when we meet our own lives with the joy and with, and, and with thoughts that we are enough, that we can make this work, that we can do hard things, that we are doing the work, we are doing what it takes to make ourselves happy, we are transformed. I've said this again, when you find the key to your own joy is inside of you, is inside of your thoughts and emotions, you are forever changed. And so, oh, damn, um, we are. And so when we are able to find out that only, the only one that matters is like our thoughts and emotions about ourselves, people can have, can think what they want. They, they can think we're awesome. We can have a significant other that thinks we're an incredible partner and mom. We can, we can have that. But the real bulk of what matters is what's inside of our hearts, our thought, our brains. And the self-validation is what you need what you need yourself. We don't need it from others. Because here's the deal. Our kids are going to not do what we want them to do. They're going to act out in public and we're going to look like terrible parents. You could have a child with ADHD, right? Or with any other dis 
like in the world. And that doesn't make us less than. I know that I have done my work. I have done my emotion, deep emotional work. And yet I have a child that struggles with anxiety. Does that mean that I, that's their, that's their journey. And I love them and I am with them and I walk with them, but their journey is their journey. And I am living in what I know to be true. Their, um, their emotional life and, and emotional pain and the upheavals. Oh my gosh. Uh, yes. Are, 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 are their life, their work. And so knowing myself is knowing that I stay true to who I am. And Sam just pointed out that other people's opinions of me are none of my business. And this is so true. Like so much, we grow up being conditioned, being taught to, to look outside of ourselves, to look to see how people are, you know, you smile when you get in public, you, you perform for others. And what if we can create that optimism and that positivity or not and live with ourselves? I'm so passionate about this, that we get to live for ourselves every day. And that was the game changer for me. And many of you know, my story was one of lives of courage, right? I did the hard things. I moved countries. I, I love, oh, Brandy, I, I've done all the hard things. And I thought I had conquered, like I had read Daniel Siegel's Parenting from the Inside Out in 2009 when Henry was like, I check, I got this. And then last year I was rocked, right? I was rocked. I was rocked by an illness and I was rocked by how I reacted and how I was no longer, I could no, no longer self-validate by saying yes to others and feeling good about what I was giving others. I only could only work on myself. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't be out in the world. And often that's what we're facing right now with this COVID crisis, right? We, we can't always do for others right now. And what are we left with? We're left with unrest and dis-ease and dis- We are working on ourselves. We are taking this time to work for ourselves. And like Brandy says, when you love everybody, like you love yourself, you are changed. I often say, would you speak to your best friend the way you are speaking to yourself? Or like, would you speak to my, don't speak to my best friend that way. And I'm talking to the person. You guys, we are often the hardest on ourselves and that spills out into everything. When you think you are worthless or even if you think you're not doing a good job, that creates cognitive dissonance in our minds, right? And so then we're stuck with like this, ah, oh, I, I, I don't know how to live in this. And then we're going to spout out at others. We're going to try everything to make others like feel the way we feel. So, so learning to live in a way that feels better will transform your life. It really will. Your confidence, your relationships, your parenting, all the things, right? Oh my gosh. Yes. And your, your time management, even. I always say that when I value my time, I'm not going to spend it down a slippery slope. Or when I value my business, I'm going to work hard. I'm going to work hard to serve because I know that my passion lies in serving others. Where does your passion lie? And how do you live into that and know yourself well enough to be fully present, be fully aware of who you are and what you need? 
And so often we try to change our lives by changing the circumstances around us. We think, we could just find a good husband, if we could just get more money, if we could just, I don't know, fill in the blank. How many, I, I often think like, if I could just get a nice backyard, this, the backyard is a source of, of a lot of unrest for me. Like there's weeds everywhere, the grass doesn't grow, right? And that's not what it's about at all. And it's so funny to me how we use these these thoughts to hold ourselves back and do, not do the work. So the work for me, when I'm thinking about my damn backyard, right? Sorry for the cussing, but right, I'm all worked up. I'm doing it. Um, is is that? Oh, Crystal. Stop. Okay. Yes. You. Yes. I don't even know. I, I'm going to reply to this, Crystal, but let me talk about my, my backyard disaster. So I say things like, um, a, a real parent wouldn't have a backyard like that. I don't know where that comes from. Um, everybody else has a nice backyard. So these are the thoughts. Like, you're not good enough. You, you don't deserve good. Like, this is what we do to ourselves every day. Like, I know I'm not alone in my limiting beliefs. I know I'm not alone in those automatic nervous thoughts, negative thoughts or nervous thoughts, whatever. You do you. So we try to change our circumstances to make us feel good. The only thing that can make us feel good is by changing our thoughts. I am not my backyard. Right? Of course I know that. But when you're deep in the craziness of the stories you're telling yourself you don't dis, you don't you can't see the difference you can't move away from that so i always like to say like i i get to choose my thoughts and is that thought serving me no like how is how is me telling but what are you telling yourself every day like crystal says um that you have carried the baggage and if I can do it, you can do it. It is the truth. Like we can let go, but we have to do the work on ourselves. That's what it comes down to. So often we want our spouse or our jobs or our clients or our kids or our past. We think that if we could just change that, we would be different and we won't. We'll be stuck with the same that we've been walking around with over and over again. Like you will see the same thing in the next job. You will always see the problems that your kids have. I really believe this. What you focus on, you get more of. And I know I keep saying it over and over again, but, but we are a product of what we have, what we see. Change. Yes, if we can change our thoughts, we change our life. Change your brain, change your life. I, I, I just, I, I need to think of different ways to say it, maybe, but I feel like it's so important. And we put so much time and energy, I'll just say this one more time, in changing things that are outside of us. And it makes us miserable. So how do we get our needs met? How do we get, how do we get that? We can't train our husbands. I remember I, I talk about this often. I went to graduate school and behavior mo- analysis, behavior modification. I can't change my, my, um, my, like, I can't change them. Or, um, or sometimes I always say, like, without a significant other, it's easier. Like, we know we can't tra- change the other person who's 
we only have our, our, ourselves. And, and, and we get the opportunity, like Tammy says, to learn and grow and become a better us. We get this. And kids will annoy us. We have to change our thoughts about how we look at people we love rather than trying to change them. And this is how we look at ourselves with love. Okay. So I, I didn't mean to talk for 20 minutes and you guys are so but I want to also talk about getting your own needs met because um, I'm going to start again. So we're talking about getting your own needs met. And the only person that can meet your needs is you. You are the only one. I loved this. And I shared this with my clients. Like on Mother's Day, I don't leave anything to chance. I bought myself a course. I knew what I wanted for Mother's Day. I knew um, I bought myself a cake. Like, sure, I have love all around me, but I'm also going to honor myself by not putting what I want in others' hands. I meet my own needs. And of course, everything else they do is just icing on the cake. It's just what they um, can provide and it's, it's what they're doing. But I just take this day to recognize that I'm doing the best I can and I'm doing it and I'm making my own choices for myself. So I, I believe that we meet our own needs through self-care and through choices and through thoughts. Okay. So I, I believe in having constants in our life. And, and to me, I want you to think about the constants that fuel you, that feed you, that nourish your, your heart and your brain. And so, 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 for some of us, it's like listening to podcasts. It's listening to music that fulfills us. It's a spiritual practice. It's taking a bath. It's uh, taking thousands of showers a day right here. It's yoga. It's painting. It's, it's things that are constants in our life that will fuel us. It's running. It's whatever you need to feel like yourself. And so many women and so many mothers and so many of my clients and so many people on social media have said, I've lost myself in this COVID, in this COVID, in this shelter in place time because I don't have time for myself. Sisters, even if it's five minutes, you can find time for yourself. And that's the hard, like, that's the hard facts. And as and change and inspiration are totally different. Amen. And, and right. What are we doing? And are we trying to meet our own needs by changing others? Like, no, you get it. You get it to on yourself. So, okay. So if you feel lost and you don't have any constants in your life, like constant self-care that you do, then start experimenting, figure it out. Take at least five minutes a day. Although, I mean, come on friends. We can find 10 minutes, 20 minutes. Look at me. I'm like, start with a good, start with the lives of courage. Pop. Who am I? I don't mean that. I do like, I, I don't realize that I become, because I'm so passionate about what I do, apparently I've become a salesperson and I didn't know it. Um, but like, I'm so passionate. Okay. So um, play around with things that like help you lose time, help you lose like, oh my gosh, things that are interest you and and don't let negative thoughts about what others will think what your husband will think what your kids will think stop you from trying new things okay we're, we're just not going to do it you, you can if you need to hear my voice and my voice carries you that's fine but you're not going to let someone else's thoughts about you define your life anymore we're done with that 
Okay. I, I love how we're like, we're making a decision now and we're done. And this is what you, this is what you get. Okay. I recently, and I meant to have Theo's little co- like cocoons down here, but of course I forgot them. And yes, Brandy, it's okay to not feel guilty about it. We're, we're, I just think you can make a decision and be like, I'm done. Of course, those ha- we have repetitive thought patterns that will come up in our lives and they will say like, maybe you should think about others. You have your, I don't know, your mother, your father, your grandma say, do you know what others are going to think about this? I try so hard not to do that to my child. I mean, it's by habit and by default. And sure, there are social contracts that we have to uphold, but here's the deal. Like, who chooses that and how are we choosing that? Have a conversation about it. We are going to let go of guilt right now because that's what women carry. It's like this heavy weight that is unfair to us. And it's so unfair. It's so, we're just throw it away. Throw it, throw it. You can just give it to me and I'll, I'll, I'll put it aside for you. Like, I really believe that. Sometimes I'll say to my coach, like, I can't do this anymore. Like, you have to hold this for a time and then we'll come back to it because it just feels too, it feels too much. And my thoughts sometimes I need space to reflect on those. So, okay. I recently heard about Martha Beck and she was talking about cocooning, right? And we just thought Theo got these little teeny tiny caterpillars and the caterpillars kept growing and kept eating and they were just eating, right? It's like the hungry little caterpillar, right? And they were meeting their own needs. How many times? We might be eating right now. We might be Netflixing. Whatever you've been doing to get by, you're just doing it, right? And then it was time. They were like, ah. So they all spun onto these cocoons. We have, I have them upstairs um, in these plastic, plastic containers, Tupperware containers. And they all did it. They were like, it's, it's time. They knew. And you probably know it's time. You probably are like, I'm done with this crap. I'm done eating and eating. I don't know what, (laughs) it's just a hungry caterpillar, but I'm done spinning in my own just anger and bitterness. And I'm done caring about what everybody thinks about them. And it was, it was time for them to cocoon. And it might be time for you too. You, I like, here, here's Theo's little thing. Of course, I forgot it, right? But this is, they are doing what they need to do. They are doing what they need to do to grow. And that is what you get to do. Like you get to be like, it's time for me to cocoon. And that might be self-care. That might be writing down your thoughts every day and your emotions. And, and it will take time. Like we all Theo wants to do is just hold the cocoons. Like all he wants to just take them off, hold them and cuddle them and probably smash them. And we, we focus on, you need time. He needs time. The cocoon needs time. Our children need time to grow into who they are truly meant to be. If we swoop in and we're like, nope, I'm going to hold you and love you and squeeze you. It's not going to work. And Theo has begged, right? And we beg, we beg so hard. And, um, I laugh because you're supposed to technically take them out of their little, but we can't because Theo just has so much love and that's, we're keeping them safe and we keep our thoughts safe. We keep ourselves safe. We keep our children safe, but we can't hurry the process. We, we might want a butterfly tomorrow. We, we might, all of us do, right? We want to be that damn butterfly. We want to fly our wings and look pretty, 
we can't hurry the process. We are literally rebuilding ourselves. We are rebuilding our lives. These, these caterpillars change into beautiful butterflies. And when it's time we emerge, we are made new. And that, that's the work we do with thought work. We are made new. We change, we cocoon, we change our thoughts and we are, we are set free from all the crap that we've carried around that people have given to us, from all the pain, from all the unrest, from all the cognitive dissonance between the gap between these old thoughts and the new thoughts we're having. And so we get to let go of that and just walk into our new beauty, ladies. And and that is where we define it. Okay, so, so, so actions that we can take right now to change our lives. Are you ready? Um, you can do the work, thought work, right? Just do it. Just decide that you're going to let go of these thoughts. And I know it is not that simple. I know that. But once you make the decision, like, look, I'm, I'm going to let go of this guilt. I'm just going to put it aside. You are free. And it is, but you do that every day. So you do the thought work. You write down your thoughts. You can go back to the Facebook Live or you can go back to the podcast. You write your thoughts. And then you write how you would like to think them. And you choose that. You choose every thought. And some of them, thoughts we have are automatic and negative and are just awful um, and are unhelpful. I shouldn't say thoughts are awful, but some of my thoughts are really awful. And so you can choose to let go of them. And that's the hard work. That is it. So you can decide hard. Just do it. You can create if then um, things and we'll, I'll do more work on this in, in later um, Facebook's lives. But you teach your kids. You teach your kids hard. You think about your future and you change your thoughts. I often talk about we spent so much time as we were growing up thinking about what we're going to be, what we're going to be when we grow up, what, who are, like, how many kids are we going to have? What's going to happen? Where are we going to live? And we don't do that now. We don't do that anymore. So I want to encourage you to think about that. Who do you want to be? The gap between where you are now and who you want to be is not that wide. And you change that with your thoughts and emotions, the actions you take and the results you get. Okay. So then I also want to um, invite you, if any of you are like, okay, we can do this, just send me a message. You might be ready. You might be like, okay, I'm done. I'm done with this crap that's on me. I'm just done. You can do the one minute mom manifesto with us on um, the mother's quest Facebook page. It's so much. It's just redefining what we want motherhood to be because here's the deal. Okay. I want to go back to this. The new model for motherhood is this. You meet your own needs. We are done with looking to others. We are done with living and trying to be an extension, like our kids be an extension of us. Sure, they are beautiful, and but they are their own people, right? We've all read that Khalil Gibran poem, that Khalil Gibran, like your children are not your own. They are the sons and daughters of life's longing for itself. I think I, I might have made half of that up. But like we are... We, we have our own passions. We have our own interests. And if we lean into that, we are made new. Our emotional health, our mental health matters more than anything to our families. So choose you. Choose you today. Change your thoughts. Change your brain. I know you can do it. I'm so excited. Okay. Thank you for joining me in what was meant to be a 10-minute Facebook Live. Your, your commitment to this um, is so, I'm just so grateful. 
Again, thank you. Have a courageous week. I'll see you on um, Wednesday at 2 p.m. when we're talking about change and what change looks like and how to change and how we fear change and why we fear it. Okay. Have a great week. Thanks, everybody. Hey, it's Jessica. I just wanted to quickly, um, before we go, I wanted to invite you um, to start coaching with me. I know that there is so much going on in this world, and all we want to do is take control of our lives to feel more joy and more peace. And really, what we know is that someone outside of the stories you're telling yourself, someone outside of the narrative and the thoughts in your brain, someone can help you walk through this time. I want to be that person. I would be so honored to help you. We get to create the habits to help us feel good and rewire your brain. And really, you don't have to live in chaos anymore. You don't have to feel overwhelmed. You have the key to your own joy. And I want to help you with the tools to unlock that joy. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm offering individual coaching practices right now with payment plans. You can try this out for one month. So book a free discovery session on my website, jessicastong.com. You can um, really just look into what I do. There is no obligation in these free discovery sessions. It's one hour of coaching consult to discuss what we can do together. We can do this. There is never going to be a better time than now. So do this and watch your life change. I'm so excited for you. Um, again, I can't wait to work with you. And um, if you have any questions, you also can email me at stong.jessica at gmail.com. Thanks so much. See you next week.